This is the Rich Eisen Show. Whatever you do, Gronk, do not spike that child. Gronkowski spikes it. Fire the cannons. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. How does Dak look, Zeke Elliott? Dak looks good. He's looking as good as he's ever looked. Deep ball down the right side. He's got Cooper. Earlier on the show. Host of the Dan Patrick Show, Dan Patrick. Raiders general manager, Mike Mayock. Ravens tight end, Mark Andrews. Still to come. Co-host of CBS's The Talk, Jerry O'Connell. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. I am your humble host, sitting in the chair, getting set for uh, a football weekend. College football tomorrow, uh, 8 Eastern time. Um, my, uh, my school under the lights in the big house, Washington and uh, nice Michigan, there. Oregon plays the Ohio State as well. So it's some Pac-12, Big Ten. Um, did I see BYU's joining the Big 12? Did I see that piece of news cross uh, my eye gate during oh, the commercial yeah. break? Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's a lot of college football maneuvering, and then obviously uh, Sunday. Not just BYU, Rich. Who else left with them? Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF. Wow. Okay. Not exactly Texas and Oklahoma, but... Take that, historic <laughs> alliance. Okay. Just keep on amassing until we figure out how we're going to get all Power 5 conferences under one roof. And that's that. It's coming. That's that. I'm telling you, it's coming. It's coming. Or what's coming will be, you know, SEC gets 16, and then we'll figure out what 16 come from the other Power 5. And then uh, we'll have a league. And then not only will we have a league, we'll have relegation and all that sort of stuff, maybe. Mm. That's for another day. Week one in bulk coming up on Sunday. Um, And then uh, the Monday nighter, we've already had on the show Mark Andrews of the Ravens, Mike Mayock of the front office of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, said he, he said that if he doesn't win more games this year, he'll probably be sitting next to me. Once again, and he said he's not big on the elephant. No, uh, uh, he's not big on uh, ignoring the elephant in the room. And uh, Mark Andrews said that the Ravens had a team meeting after both Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters went down due to injury. Also, um, that uh, they're in a fighting mood. That's what he said. Dan Patrick came on in hour number one, and <laughs> we had a we chopped it up quite a bit about uh, last night's. Thursday night kickoff, Bruce Arians saying today that he expects uh, other teams to try and pick the team apart on the edges in the short passing game, just like the Cowboys did until they learn how to defend it and tackle, is what he had to say. Copycat league. And Tom Brady looked the way that he did. My gosh. Um, let's go to Ira in Washington State. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Ira? Hey, Rich, just wanted to uh, congratulate you on uh, the T.J. Watt signing. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I did a lot of work. Uh, I did a lot of work telling the Steelers from this seat that uh, they should make an exception for him with this rule that they only give guaranteed money in the first-year contracts. They made an exception for him. Um, therefore, they heard me. Um, so I appreciate you know, that, Ira. Thank you. Yeah, you know, they um... – you're always championing, you know, you're campaigning for these guys to sign contracts. I think it's such a beautiful thing. I pound the table. Look, I'm just here to pound the table, Ira. What else is on your mind? Hey, you know, one other thing, I, uh, 
I got a text message from my buddy, and we got a group thread last night sitting at the bar watching a game, and he goes, Tom Brady is better than Michael Jordan at this point, like the goat of goats. And I just said to myself, did Tom Brady sell himself to the devil? Mm. Did he sell his soul to the devil? You know, like, how do you do this at 44 years old and do it again and do it again and do it again? It's it's amazing. I, yep. You know? I, Ira, we're all going to be grasping at straws, and thank you for the call, because we've don't we've never seen it before. Mm-mm. We're grasping at straws, Tom Brady, because we've never seen it before. A 44-year-old making every possible throw, not a single ounce or a twitch or a sign, not even in the area code of a diminished return. What keeps him young? Obviously, it's his work ethic it's his eating habits literally he spends every second of his day feeding his body in a way that makes it the engine that still can at 44 i have another thing that i think that keeps him young giselle outside of your gutter instincts (laughs) sir (laughs) i think what keeps him young is what we saw last night a couple times on that field last night and the last time he was on it. What do I mean by it? When I saw video on the at NFL account across my Twitter handle of Breeze being on the sideline and Brady going up to him before the game, and it's Breeze's first game as a broadcaster on NBC you know, for a regular season game. He goes up to Breeze and they share a moment. And, you know, two goats meeting each other, says the, you know, NFL account. And I thought to myself, the number of times now Brady in his career has seen somebody who's been a peer, somebody who is placed in the same sentence as him as a goat, a competitor, the number of times he has seen one of those people on the sidelines in a suit, retired, or on the field as a member of the opposing coaching staff. The number of times that he's still standing there in his uniform getting ready to beat them or beat somebody. That has to give him all sorts of wind at his sails. It has got to. He loves seeing them. I, I'm just I'm 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 just saying that if he has the goat blood, we know he does. If he has the Jordan type mentality, we know he does. He's a little part of him's thinking, yep, I'm still in my uniform. Have a good broadcast. Yep. Have a good broadcast. Have a good game, coach. I'm gonna go back and I'm still playing. No doubt. He's gotta take something from that and it feeds him. And he wants the next one. Who's next? Who's going to be in the broadcast next? When Philip is done coaching high school this year, is he going to show up? You know, somebody's going to hire him and put him on a broadcast team? Maybe. Maybe you'll see him at the Super Bowl this year, standing in his uniform. Field Yates tweeted this out, Rich. Not sure you saw it. You know, Brady made his 300th career start last night. Three Hall of Famers started their career after Brady's first start. Troy Polamalu, Calvin Johnson, Ed Reed. Started after Brady, played their whole career, waited five years, I mean, went to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so ridiculous. It's crazy. Man. I mean, we could go on and on with stats. 
we we Elias, you know, um, Stat Service, we have a deal with them for our Thursday night kickoff and, of course, game day morning. They came up with a stat. There's no other player in the NFL now that is around when NFL Network launched. And that also includes the 2001 and 2002 draft classes. Everybody's gone. <laughs> but I'm just talking about what keeps him young. These are stats that just show how long he's been around. It's got to keep him young to see Breeze there. Hey, yeah, you're a broadcaster now. But he, I'm, again, I'm sure you likes him. Yeah. They have a relationship. They're friendly. More than that, maybe. I don't know. I think you're but so the, on point there, Rich. Here's the other thing that keeps him young. Beating the young. Taking all those coming at the throne, the iron throne that he sits on of his seven kingdoms, one for each championship he has. Keep coming at the king. The last two quarterbacks on the turf in Tampa that he has consoled. Last night, Dak Prescott. Dak, hey man, 403 yards. Great performance. You, you good. Uh, I mean, good for you. You came back from your your leg injury, and and I really respect what you do. And you know, I, I think what you do in the community is great. And you're a good guy. And great job, man. Four hundred three. That was incredible. You gave us everything that you could tonight. Good job. But guess who walks away the winner? And the quarterback that he consoled in that manner before Dak on that turf, Patrick Mahomes. Hey, man, unbelievable season for you. I mean, back-to-back Super Bowl appearances, I know how tough that is. You know, it's tough to win it back-to-back, too. I know how tough that is, too. But guess who's going to have that shot next year? Me. See ya. You could have had two, gotten closer to my six, but now I got seven. You still have one. There's got to be a little bit of that inner voice in him that's thinking that. Won't say it publicly. Of course he won't. Won't wear it on his face, his sleeve. His, he won't say it. anything close to that. Because he does, I'm sure, respect the heck out of every last quarterback I just mentioned. Because he knows how tough it is. When all calls comes down to it, who's walking away the winner? The old guy or the young kid? Who's got the seven rings on the fingers? You or me? Any other human being? You? No. Me. You know what I love most about this photo is Keep going. not the seven rings, which are awesome. It's how small the first Patriots ring is. I know, right? <laughs> compared to all Well, the I mean, they all look small next to that moon that the <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that you can snap the top off of and place something in there, I guess. I don't know. But that's what I think keeps Brady young, is sucking the lifeblood out of the young. And seeing all of his colleagues from all the years that they were in the league, 20 years, you know, seeing them, all of them, seeing every last one of them. I don't think the Bucks play the Giants this year, but he could see Eli. Hey, Eli, how's the front office? Great to see you. I know you beat me twice, but how's the front office? Okay. Peyton, Monday Night Football. How's that going? Is that good? You having a good time doing that? Sure, you're building your business. That's great. Oh, it's great to be. Thanks for inviting me to the Hall of Fame. He plays Giants Week 11. Okay, they do see each other. Great, Eli. How are you? I'm the one in the uniform still. Honestly, I think that 
He's not thinking about it. But I think those moments, they just, they get him going. Well, see, though, Rich, wouldn't you think that Eli would be the one guy on earth that can look at Tom and go, <laughs> well, Foles is another one, I guess, but, you but know. But Eli did it twice. But like, still, it's still, it's, yes, he did it that's twice. That's the only, I mean, even with Foles, it was like, eh. So, but the answer he could say back to Eli, as if, if we're going to have the petty inner monologue that neither of these guys would ever have with yeah. each other. But go ahead. You could say it. You be Eli. I'll be Tom. Hey, well, you know, Tom, uh, I did beat you twice. I know. Prevented me from having nine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the I could have had, You're right. I right. Could, you're right, Eli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have had nine. The debate on Eli is, is he a Hall of Famer? Mm-hmm. Tom's like, cool, I'm the greatest ever. <laughs> in this episode of petty conversations that would never be had amongst high-class individuals. And Rich, yeah, you know what, Eli, you're right. You got me twice. If not, I could be going one for the other thumb. You see that photograph of me thumb. with seven on my fingers? Should be nine. Seven. It's insane. He's going for another pinky ring because he's decided not to put any of them on a thumb. <laughs> and what keeps him young putting one on the pinky of course that does and being at the office every day as a player and being that's around it. the guys yeah, of course it. that keeps him young and maybe being a dad and being a husband that'll keep him young well also keeps him young is hey drew have a great cast hey dak great game patrick you're incredible but who's the one in the uniform going to play and who's the one winning that'll keep you young makes sense <laughs> i thought of that when i saw that video of him with breeze last night <laughs> and rich you're right i think everyone in this room has someone in their life who kind of maybe doubted you or you were maybe neck and neck or some type of thing that sure. like they're not doing what you're doing now and you, sure and i know in your career there has to be so many and you won't say them obviously i'm not going to ask but we've all got to have someone in our life that maybe doubted us or we were you know, in the same proximity at some point, and now you kind of look at them and go, huh, okay. Uh, the, <laughs> the how do you like me now stuff? A little bit. I'll just tell a quick story here. <laughs> tell me how my taste. I'll tell you a quick story. <laughs> quick story, and then we'll t- throw the breaks. We're on time for Jerry O.C. More of your phone calls. Brockman with his sneaky good games. And I've got three games underneath the radar for the week one slate in the NFL. There's always games in the marquee, and then there's games that are just as delicious, but not people talk, not enough people talk about Here's a quick story. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a job in television. And I road tripped around upstate New York. What does that mean? It means you send your tape to a, a news director, a television station, in advance. You know they have received your tape. You knock on their door. You go to the television station. Not during a news hour, because that shows you you don't know their business. Like, if you show up during the 5 o'clock news, say, hey, I'd like to meet you, they'll be like, Get out of here. You yeah. don't like you don't yeah. belong we're, here. We're like you don't know we're on the air. Like don't come when, here between when I get a text 12. from somebody like saying, Hey, yeah. you know, can you talk? And I'm like, I'm on the sh- like <laughs> you don't know I'm on the air right now. Maybe they shouldn't, because you know, there's other things in life, but still it's your world and you should know it, certainly if you're trying to get a job in yeah. their world. At any rate. See, I, I would do that. I went around upstate New York. I sent my tapes to I sent a couple in Syracuse, Utica, Binghamton, oh, yeah. and there was a twenty four seven 365 startup that I heard about in the Albany Schenectady area where they were going to cover politics and sports. 
you know, like there is a New York one in New York, the New York one station. They were going to create one of those up and up there. So I sent a tape there and got a you know letter back saying, thank you for your, your tape and mm-hmm. we'll get back to you. And I stopped by the station on my road tripping. I wore a suit. I put the, I put the tapes in my back seat in the trunk of my car just in case they needed a fresh one. And I would go to the news station and I'd meet with them and I'd front load the interview. And sometimes I'd watch my resume tape with them, which is really, really nerve wracking. So I showed up to the person's, to the news place in Albany, what have you. And uh, there was no phone number, so I couldn't call ahead. Just an address. And this is before phones and GPS. I had to stop off at a gas station and ask for directions. They give me directions and I'm driving. And suddenly I'm not in a business area. I'm in a, a neighborhood, residential district. And I stop and the Albany Schenectady 24-hour news station is somebody's house they haven't moved into a an office yet i ring the doorbell Mm. and it's the house of the executive producer they hadn't gotten off the ground yet but they were taking tapes and i knock on the door i'm like is this news channel what how are you and they're like you know no but this is the house the executive producer you know i'm like well this is the address that i have is he here and she's like, come on in. And I'm out standing in the guy's foyer. And I heard a flush, like, upstairs, like, all in the family. Flush of a toilet. I caught him while he was doing something. Handling his business. Whoever, the lady who answered the door goes around the wall, and she could hear, I could hear her whisper, like, there's someone, there's a guy named Rich Eisen who's here, and, um, you know, he wants to talk to you about a job. And he says, What? He comes around the corner, he looks at me, he goes, I don't have any time. He says to this woman, I don't have any time for this S. And he looks right at me in the face and he says, I don't take walk-ins, kid. And walked into his office in his house and slammed the door, leaving me in his foyer. And I thought to myself, I will never get a job in this business. Never. I couldn't, I felt this big. Yeah. God. Smash cut, two years later, I'm on the set of SportsCenter. And they're <laughs> launching ESPN News. And as part of the launch, there's all sorts of news papers sending their media critics and people, because it's back in the day when everyone had one. 1997, this was. So smash cut to two, two years later. Yeah, two and a half years later. Um, and they wanted to give all of these newspaper reporters an idea of what it's like to be a sports center anchor. And they would have the critic sit next to a sports center anchor and do a segment together with a script and a highlight. And I was, I got like a half an hour session with one, with a group of these critics. And one of them sat down next to me. I'm like, where are you from? What's your paper? Albany times union. I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, is there such a thing as a 24 seven, 365 news station there because I've got a story for you and he goes what are you talking about and I'm like did you you don't have one there he goes no oh he goes you're probably talking about the startup that never got off the ground and I'm like never made it to air huh and he goes nope I told him a story and I'm like how do you like me now damn straight brother (laughs) I had one of the best shows that night 
Ja. 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 So the answer to that question is yes. I have more stories, but <laughs> I want to be on time for Jerry O'Connell. And by the way, this is the type of stories that I tell on my podcast just getting started. All these news, all these stories of how people got started. Yeah. I talk about my, you know, my auditions and how I got my first job. And I'm telling this story too. And you get stories like similar ones, although less spiteful because Jim Nance is a less spiteful man. <laughs> um, Buck and Aaron Andrews and Kevin Harlan and Strahan. This is good stuff. I hope Check it out. I got to watch you one time. Cumulus Podcast Network. All good, brother. All good. Back here with Jerry O'Connell on The Rich Eisen Show in a moment. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's Rob Reiner, your remote drop movie, if you... You know, I've, I, there's so many surfing. movies that I love that I can watch over and over again. I mean, I watch Into It's a Wonderful Life. I watch uh, All the President's Men. I love All the President's Men. I mean, there's so many uh, movies that I that I love, uh, you know. Where you're just surfing. It doesn't you know, matter where you pick it up. Yeah. You're going to you know, watch the, the, the Godfather is, you know, the Godfather is the classic. If you're flipping around and you catch the Godfather, it's... Mm. <laughs> That's it. And you're in. You're in. You're in. Just, even if it's another two and a half hours, yeah. you just got to kill yourself. Godfather one or two. I pretend that Godfather three never happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I just, I just, the one and two. Just stick with the one. Yeah, one and two. Stick with one and two. Uh, is it true you've seen all the president's men 25 times? It's that a, yeah, that it's, I'm sure, maybe more even. Okay. We have a couple of facts here from your, uh, from your, um, we asked this of uh, frequent celebrity guests who have uh, as large a credit role as you do. The true of celebrity, true yeah, or false. Taciturn. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, I want to ask you if these are true or false facts. Yeah. We did this with Lawrence Fishburne last week. Okay. Uh, true or false, you co-wrote the first episode of Happy Days. Well, yes, my name is on it, but it was my writing partner, Phil Mishkin, mm -hmm. uh, who was uh, writing an episode. It was taken from... Um, uh, love America, uh, uh, love, love American, American style, style right. and then he adapted it, and so we were working as a team together. And he, yeah, he wor so, did the first episode. So you had something to do with the first. Well, episode yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I think we, you know, there were there were certain characters we had. Ralph Mouth, though, was a character that we made you created. Up. Well, I mean, the was name, it, I don't know, you know, Donnie, Donnie Moe. Was it somebody in your life? It, it was, was in, in Phil's life okay. that he knew somebody like that. All right. Uh, true or false, while filming the train scene in Stand By Me, you wanted Will Wheaton and Jerry O'Connell look more frightened, so you screamed at them until they cried. Is that a true story? Well, I didn't, I didn't scream at them. What happened was they would, you know, we set up the camera in such a way that they would be off the track before the train even got there. Mm-hmm because it was a long lens. It was like a 600 millimeter lens. So it looked like the train was right on top of them, but they were so far away yes. that they didn't feel like anything was happening, you know? Mm -hmm. So they'd run and they were like running. I said, no, no, guys, you got to, there's a train right up that's going to kill you. And they'd run again. I said, and meanwhile, there's guys pulling a dolly, you know, the dolly, the tr camera all right. the way down the tracks like this. Yeah. And they're getting, and it's hot. And again, I said, I said, be you guys, because of you guys, these guys are exhausted. Mm -hmm. They can't because of you and you're not crying. And I was like that. And then they went uh, like this. And then they started and they cried. And then they were excited. They said, we did it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> then you hugged it out. I right? did hug them. Uh, yeah, okay, you I hugged it out. Oh, great stuff when Rob Reiner was here a few years ago, setting up our chat with Jerry O.C. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, radio network, along with our Peacock feed that just saw a great chat that we had with Rob Reiner uh, when he was here years ago. Uh, he directed Stand By Me. He's one of the credits, uh, many credits of our next guest, who we always love talking to. He's now one of the hosts of The Talk, which is celebrating season 12 with a rock the block party outdoors on the CBS Studio Center's residential street in Studio City, California, coming up on Monday from 2 to 3 Eastern. The season premiere uh, on that Monday is September 13th. Jerry O'Connell back here on The Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Jerry? Uh-oh. Is Jerry there? Did we lose Jerry? Hmm. All of that. He's let's on. get Jerry calling back. I don't know if he can hear us. So he can. Uh, let's uh, put him back on hold for a second and get Adam back on, on there with him. Um, that was all. We had the whole setup and everything. Oh, he just hopped off. There goes Jerry O'Connell. Well, oh, that's great. <laughs> Who wants to stand by me right now? Anybody? <laughs> Thank you so much. What'd you say? You, were you trying to put him on hold? Yeah. Not so good at that part. I think I got bottom. Sorry right. about that. So we'll get Jerry back on. All right. In the, mean <laughs> in the meantime, um, let's get uh, Raider Ted from Sacramento back on here. What's up, Raider Ted? How's it going? What's going on? What's on your mind, sir? Hey, love listening to you and all the different venues you're on. Thank and, you, brother. Uh, Thank been you. a big fan of Sports Center since Thank they you. had the old school jingle. Uh, in the early Tom Mees and at all days. Thank you. So appreciate that. Um, 
Yeah. So I just wanted to call, uh, get a little national perspective on, yes. you know, I'm a lifelong Raiders fan going back to the early Kenny Stabler days. Um, so I've seen all three titles. I'm, I'm excited for the first time in probably 15 years okay. about what they're doing. And I know a lot of people think Raider fans are clueless and some of them are, <laughs> but, um, I'm really, I'm really excited about these rookies and the free agents they signed, uh, K.J. Wright. Um, so shoring up the linebacker has been a problem for us. Right. Well, here's and, the deal, you know, Ra- Raider Ted. Let me just – Matt Millen was playing. Yeah, let me just, <laughs> let me just jump in here. Um, the question marks about the, the, the roster, and we'll see what the wins and losses, the decisions to sign these folks is, did they sign them because they realized the people that they had were, were not sufficient? Or they are sufficient, and Gruden just you know churns through them. Um, I'm I'm look. I'm always of the mindset. I sat next to Mayock. I'm biased because I've known him for a long time. So I just will just say that. I I've just seen. Thanks for the call, Raider Ted. I've just seen the way that this guy builds a roster and knows talent, and how much everybody listened to him and valued his opinion when he was on NFL Network, and how right he was most of the time. So. I don't know if the mix works or not. And as Mike pointed out, the wins or losses for him, this is the time for him right now. And I hope it works out for him if he enjoys what he's doing. It sounds like he is. Um, All right, so is Jerry O'Connell back here on the Rich Eisen? You there, Jerry? Yes, Mr. Eisen. Uh, I don't know if you heard my my whole big to-do introducing you. I don't know if you heard all that or not. I did. It was really really quite moving. Thank you. I wish you could put me in a better mood, but... um... We're only one game into this fantasy football season. Okay, you know, yes, I know you as someone who uh, I would always come on the NFL Network and talk about fantasy yes, football sir. and the infancy of fantasy football. Yes, sir. But um, I, I, I might have to quit it all altogether. All We're no. only one game into the fantasy football season, and already my children – I picked my children up yesterday from yes. a volleyball practice that they're in. Yes. Uh, don't get too excited. They're not very good, but at least they're out of the house. Yes. And um, they said, you know, Daddy, why are you so quiet? Why are you so you, – you seem depressed. Yes. And I looked at them and I said, because I'm playing someone who's playing not only Gronkowski but also Chris Godwin. Okay. So now – And um, they said, is, is, that, is that fantasy football? And I said, yes. Mm-hmm. And they said, why do you play every year, Daddy? It makes you so sad. No. Out and of the mouths of babes. Here we are again. I, I'm, I'm literally we're one hour into the season, and already I'm, I'm angry and sad. Well, let let me just, if you don't mind, Jerry O'Connell, um, to borrow some phrases from your world in history. Um, let me help me help you. That's number one. <laughs> and um, right now, you got to suck it up. Because it sounds like you're getting two for flinching right now on your fantasy. And you can't have that. Jerry, come on. It's a long marathon. Okay? You know, Let's I know go, it's a Jerry. long marathon. But I rode with Chris Godwin every year. And then, of course, last year I ride with him. And he only plays a handful of games. He has finger surgery. And when he does start, he's got Antonio Brown in there all of a sudden, mm. and it's not happening. And then, of course, the one day I play against him in fantasy football, he has 25 points. 
Well, and Gronkowski, who <laughs> went in the last round of every league and no one would touch him, has not won but two touchdowns in the first hour of football this year. <laughs> I can't handle fantasy football any longer. Richard, uh, Jerry, it's, Jerome, it's, it's destroying my life. Jerry O'Connell, let's let's about Jerry O'Connell here on the. Let me give a, another proper introduction. The uh, one of the stars of the talk on CBS, which is uh, yeah. celebrating a season twelve premiere on Monday, September thirteenth. With a neat outdoor yes, bash, we have but NFL Network alum Akbar uh, joining us Akbar as well. Akbar so I will be just handing him my phone and saying, "Please fix my lineup." That's what I'm saying. So I can stop He's, paying yes. these. I can stop paying these websites all of my salary to automatically set my um, rosters. Oh, oh my goodness! Don't even get me started. I had my and my big pickup. My big sleeper was yes. Gus Edwards. Can you believe? I'm w- watching my children poorly play volleyball yesterday, <laughs> and then my alarm start, my my phone starts dinging. I thought it was an Amber Alert, but it's there to tell me that Gus Edwards is no longer playing this season. So I go immediately to pick up Levian or to go pick up Tyson, and he's already gone in my leagues. Thank goodness, uh, thank goodness, former NFL Network alum Michael Fabiano texted me and said, "Pick up Latavius now," and yes. I finally got him, and okay. I will be starting him. But just to let you know, I'm starting Latavius in my flex, and we're one hour into this season. I can't take it anymore, Mr. Jerry. I can't take it. Jerry O'Connell here on the Rich Eisen Show, Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. So hold on a second, Jerry. A flex, that's – I mean, come on. you got to have another receiver or a tight end, somebody that you could start at flex. It's a four-team – it's a a four-team league. Everyone is gone. These – uh, these, uh, I hope I'm not offending anyone. These mental cases that I play with in this league <laughs> yes. are just—they immediately uh, everyone is gone. The only one I could play possibly instead of Latavius is Alan Lazard, who not a I'm bad not one. mad at, but you just don't want to be. You got to go. I know, but he just—you uh, don't want to be st- opening with an Alan Lazard. No offense to. Mr. Lazard, he's a great receiver. He's fun to watch. He plays with a lot of passion. So play him. Fun to have a play him to watch. Play him. Um, play him. Uh, I'm going to play Latavius. I'm going to. I'm going to roll the dice. I have a thing where I have to have Ravens ground game on all of my fantasy teams, and uh, I thought Gus Edwards was going to take me to the championship circle, but unfortunately. Um, uh, it's going to be me and Latavius. Well, right? let me let me let me help you out here. Let me help you out here then. Okay. Jerry O'Connell here on the Rich Johnson Show. Uh, Latavius Murray, if I'm not mistaken, was born into the league by the Oakland Raiders, and he's going to be taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Maybe he wants to teach him a little bit right. of a lesson. I don't know. Go Alan Lazard. That's my two cents to you. Who, is, who else is this league? Anybody we know? Okay. Anybody else? Anybody we know? Anyone we've heard of? Jerry? Uh, Name these are all civilians. There is one non. There is one civilian. non-civilian, uh, an <laughs> actor by the name of Anson Mount. He plays. Uh, oh yeah, we know who he is. Captain Pike on uh, on the new Star Trek show. He was also in a show called Hell on Wheels. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was making a lot of fun of him. Civilians. He, um, it, uh, we were in an auction draft, which took seventeen hours. Um, uh. And, uh, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, stop right there. You got to get out of this league, okay? Your children's your children your 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 children are the greatest reflection of you and your lovely wife. You know that already, Jerry. Okay, you know that already. Your children are saying, "Daddy, what's wrong?" That's an alarm bell that's going off. 
It's a, it's the, there's, there's smoke in the house. You got to get the hell out. <laughs> and that's an, uh, 17 hours. You've got a life, Jerry. You've got a job. You've I'm got just, children. What is so the happy. matter with I'm you? I'm just so happy that the season, I'm just so happy that the season has finally started. You know, when I, I had six drafts this week, and when I have a draft, because I have to have all these other ancillary sites that tell me rankings that I sync up with my draft, Yes. no one in my house can also use the internet. The internet is solely for me. The children can't use the TikTok. They can't be Snapchatting. My wife cannot be online, um, you know, shopping, searching, streaming. There's none of it. I literally take all their devices, I shut them off, and I put them in a safe. And it's just me and a 17-hour auction draft. Well, I think we must live in the same neighborhood because a lot of times this week my Internet's dipped out in the neighborhood. Maybe it's just you sucking it from all of Los, greater Los Angeles, Jerry. Maybe. Yeah, I was um Oh my god. A little upset in another league. I had this whole thing. I was taking Austin Eckler in all of my leagues in the first round and um my internet uh crapped out so I ended up with Nick Chubb, but uh Good. I tried to offer a few trades, nothing happened, so I'm rolling with Chubb in one of my leagues as well. All right, so who yeah. else is in those leagues? Give me the give me the one with the least non civilians. What are, uh, you know, those I'm, I'm actually in a league with a group of your friends. Who's that? Um I'm in a league with the former co-stars of the show The League. Okay. Um, everyone's in it except for your friend, uh, Jeff Schaefer, who was the creator of The League. Too big time. And um, All right. I do have to say, you know, not to smack talk, but those cast members who are on The League. They stink. They, They're not good at they it. They don't know much about the <laughs> National Football League. <laughs> They're, turns out. They're excellent actors. It's it turns out to actors. be. Yes. <laughs> now, that said, I can't talk too much smack. I, um, <laughs> this is the most embarrassing point of my life. I mean, this is really, this is, this is a low point of my life. Yes. Last season, I came in last in their league. Uh, and oh, so what do you have to I do? To, What'd you have to do? I, I, I had to do the punishment. It is. Yes. Uh, we, I realized that, um, I realized that all, uh, gambling is wrong and bad, but there is a financial punishment okay at the end it's nothing insane okay not but like it's the more show embarrassing because I, I it's more embarrassing because i've lost to people who you know are trying to draft thurman thomas in the first round <laughs> they just have no clue what happened and the fact is they don't even try at fantasy i think they probably pay for sites that tell them who to put in their lineups but i really here's the thing that really upset me. i not only worked hard I worked the hardest I possibly could. I could not have worked harder yeah. at my league and my team. It, it just, it was a disaster from the get-go. I, um, <laughs> I drafted Fitzpatrick in, as one of my quarterbacks okay. in the 2QB league, and then after the first game against Miami last season, I dropped him. I was like, he's going to be no good. And then, nice. Of course, he went on to score 40 points a game, and I couldn't get him back. Mm. It, was, it was just a disaster from the get-go. Hey, man. I thought for sure that the Jets last season, I am from New York, were going to have an amazing season, so I nope. drafted Levian in the third round. Oh, he played a total of three quarters last season, the entire season, not only on the Jets, but on the Chiefs as well. It was, um, it was a disaster season. I came in last, and it it changed me as a person. It changed me as a father. <laughs> it changed it, it, me as a husband. It, it, I and I have to say, I realized it all came rushing back yesterday when I went up against someone who played Gronkowski, who I believe was one of the last picks in our league. Yes, and he put up two touchdowns. I don't think I can do this another year. My kids are right. 
why do I play fantasy football if it upsets me too much? I stop and I think, when did fantasy football really make me happy? Last season, I won one um, <laughs> week by like a point two, you know, and that didn't even make me that happy. Yeah, I just thought to myself, oh, why time. did I only win by point two? I should have won by more. Oh, I missed this person in the flex. I- I'm never happy. Jerry, it just doesn't make me happy. Jerry, when the losses sense. when the losses hurt more than the wins give you enjoyment, that's when it's time to retire. But you know, look, let, let's let's see how this year plays out. And but you know, I I, I want to talk about your show so your people don't get upset with me or you. For just talking about, com- <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I'm on the talk. Yes, um, our big season premiere is uh, Monday. We're doing a uh, like a barbecue, like a block party. Yes, it's um, it's super fun. Um, it's live. Uh, I've entered the world of uh, talk show host, Mister Eisen. You're if good you have at it. Tips for me. You'd um, be great at it. I know you got you got I'm Akbar. There's Akbar, Amanda Klutz, Cheryl Underwood. There's you, the talk on CBS, yeah. two to you three know, we're, Eastern. We're trying to do something a little different on in daytime where we have uh, a couple of uh, dudes up here. Not that we identify people strictly it's, through their gender, but, no, but um, the do it. You know, we're trying something different. It's a really good group of people working here. I'm uh, great. I'm excited to uh, come to work every day. And right. you know what? It's like a real old school live TV show. You know, I mean. It's, uh, we come in, we do it for an hour, and then whatever we said, that's it. We left it on the studio floor. It's, um, it's the talk. exciting. It's, it's sort the of a new thing for me. At Mr. Jerry OC on both Twitter and Instagram. Let's talk. How about this? Let's you and, and I talk. Yelp, I do have to say, I give a lot of places, especially here in Southern yes. California, Yelp reviews if I have a good experience in a place. Oh. You can follow me on Yelp. <laughs> there's no way to monetize that. I haven't us. figured out a way to monetize it, but I just do it. It's like a good thing to do. If I have a good experience somewhere, I just leave a good Yelp review. No, oh, okay. Well, for the show. Yeah, leave one. Well, I don't do it. Are we on Yelp? Yeah, but we could be. Um, you're, you're in charge of social media. I'm Get us on Yelp. Very, I got to do it. You. I gotta say, uh, I, this has been such a positive experience. You're gonna get five stars. <laughs> well, Jerry, hopefully you can help me with my Uber rating, but that'll be for our next conversation. That'll be for, that'll be for our next conversation. Uh, well, let's let's chat in like a month. We'll we'll talk more about your show and how your your teams plural. Let's do it. Let's, let's prayers it. up. I need Latavius Murray to get 25 points on Monday. Hopefully that will happen. Oh my gosh, Jerry O'Connell, take care of yourself, man. <laughs> Best of luck. Jerry O'Connell, the one and only. Wow. Oh, we haven't spoken to him in a while. That was fun. I'm, I'm laughing my ass off. That was funny. At Mr. Jerry OC on Twitter and Instagram, that was Jerry O'Connell on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. That was one of my favorite interviews you've ever conducted. Let's have some fun with you guys, though. Coming back, Chris Brockman, Sneaky Good Games. I gave you three games under the NFL radar, radar to look out for. Maybe we'll sneak in a phone call as we go to the weekend, the football weekend, baby, coming up. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. What do you think of Ben Simmons and his situation in Philadelphia that seems like that marriage is going to have to break up? We are obligated to put on a good show. They're paying us 20, 30 million to dribble a basketball. Work on your game. The process is over. We built this team to win championships. You know, people in Philadelphia, they respect people that work hard. So he has to decide himself, do I want to be a really good player or do I want to be one of the greatest? It seems like Philly and he just can't mix anymore, right? I mean, do you think that... Right, it ain't got nothing to do with Philly. This is all on him. The people in Philly have given him enough chances. And look, Philadelphia, Boston, LA, Miami, you got to bring it. If he does come back there, his game better be different. I know that. Your tweet about James Franklin made me laugh out loud. That was a good hey, one. Hey, man. That was I a good one. I thought you were going to say something about my observations about jump around. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to, like, dancing and stuff, white people got poor self-esteem. Like, I think white people think that all black people can dance, and that's not true. Those of us who can't dance have been changed it's not dancing. I can tell you that <laughs> firsthand. But in the end of 1991, Genesis put out this song called I Can't Dance, and I think that a lot of people leaned in. Like, you know what? You're right. I can't dance. So what? And then House of Pain, six months later, puts out Jump Around, and they're like, that's what we'll do. We will jump around. <laughs> And, and, and not only will we jump around, we will receive clear instructions on when to jump. The movie Dumb and Dumber, the studio did not want you for it, but Jim Carrey did. So they lowballed you an offer thinking you would say no, but you took it. Is that true or false? True. And is it true that your your representation thought you were nuts for wanting to do that as well? That's another yeah, aspect. They, they, they thought it was a huge mistake and we're not, we're going to start, it was an intervention. The night before I was supposed to fly out to L.A. to do Dumb and Dumber. Uh, we're we're going to stop this. Uh, this is not who you are. Uh, you're a serious actor, and this will ruin your career. And I, I, I hate to tell you, Jeff, but um, he's going to act you off the screen. He's not in the snowball in the head scene. He's not on the tongue in the pole scene. And he's not in the toilet scene. So those are all mine. So unless they cut those out of the movie, I'm going to score. The runner-up. Is going to be Glenn Wasser Nuts. Glenn Wasser Oh, oh runner up. It came so close. I know you guys liked it. I could tell by your reactions every time <laughs> you read it. I would choose Walking Ibuprofen. Okay. Yeah. Walking Ibuprofen. We were a little disappointed. We wanted him to choose the other one, right? What'd you say? I, I think he we chose, wanted Glenn Wasser Nuts. He chose yeah. Walking Ibuprofen over Glenn Wasser Nuts. So I thanked him for his time, and he wrote, You got it. Probably should have gone with Glenn Wasser Nuts. Whoa! <laughs> It's <laughs> a <laughs>
<laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. We just saw our best of the week. By the way, Paul Rudd choosing uh, walking ibuprofen for our fantasy team name in mm-hmm. our celebrity uh, fantasy league, Christopher, over uh, Glenn Watsernuts. Glenn Watsernuts. <laughs> Thank you very much. We found the drop. Shout out to Rob in New Orleans. Well done. Rob in New Orleans, call Bad, us back. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rudd texted us a, 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 an hour after the show and said, "Stick with walking ibuprofen." Oh, stick with walking ibuprofen. That's what we got. Okay. By the way, nice night for CD Lamb. CD Lamb. And now Michael Gallup's out three to five weeks. Michael three Gallup calf strain last night out three to five weeks. What's going on with Eckler and any and anybody else that you know? Or any? We're still waiting to hear about. We're his still waiting. Thing? It looks like Kevin Stefanski has said Odell Beckham is going to be a game time decision, which means he'll play. Don't he was limited Chiefs. again uh, today. Right. He's like, I will let you guys know 90 minutes before the game. All right. And you guys meaning Andy Reid. So. And fantasy owners. Okay. Um, let's get to my three games under the radar, Christopher. And then, actually, you, why don't we go sneaky good games first? Why don't you tell us sure, how, how uh, yeah, Americans can uh, earn, uh, earn more dollars for their for hard-earned. Okay, here we go. Sneaky good games from Chris Brockman right on the Rich Eisen Show. Here's Chris Brockman with Sneaky Good Games. Contests likely to surprise you with their heretofore undisclosed competitive value. Still cannot believe Tom Brokaw is introducing your Sneaky Good Games. So uh, It's an important segment each week. Here Chris. we go, Chris Brockman. Hey, first up, I'm going to give you guys an underdog right off the bat in probably one of the biggest games of Sunday. I like the Browns, plus five and a half. Did you know they have not won a season opener since 2004? Jeff Garcia, your quarterback back then, they beat the Ravens. I don't know if they're necessarily going to win this game in Kansas City, but I think it's going to be really close, and I think it's going to be really awesome, and I like the Browns with the points. A couple of other totals I like, Green Bay and New Orleans. This game is going to be insane. We know it's in Jacksonville. The Saints, for me, this year, guys, they're going to be one of those over teams. I think they're never going to be out of the game. Jameis is going to be back there winging it all over the lot, and I think for that reason, they're always going to be really exciting, and those games are going to be really high scoring, and obviously I think the Packers have a lot to prove. Aaron Rodgers is just going to do Aaron Rodgers stuff. I like over 49.5 in that game. Lastly, Arizona and Tennessee. Both teams are going to be over teams for me this year as well. Uh, in Ryan Tannehill's Tennessee tenure, say that five times fast, the over is 21-4-1. That's really, really good and are a lot, a lot of points. Also, a couple, uh, one nugget I liked, Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins love week ones, tied for the most receiving touchdowns in that? the opening week of all current rostered players. Seven. So I like a lot of points in this as well. I own Kyler Murray in fantasy, so I'm excited for that as well. But I like the over 53 and a half in that game. Chris Brockman, sneaky good games, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hope that you're correct for the sake of everybody's bank accounts and IRAs. And my own. Yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, keep the music going, feller. I've got three games under the radar for week one. We're talking all about last night. Why not? That was incredible. Bears coming to the Rams. So far, by the way, uh, Matt Nagy. Uh, just had a quote about Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Donald. <laughs> yes. Did you see that quote? I, 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 uh, yes. It's an interesting quote here. Uh, the quote from uh, Matt Nagy, he compared Aaron Donald to an NBA player, according to my buddy Siciliano on NFL Network. The Bears just want to prevent Donald from getting a triple-double. Says that they need to hold Donald to, quote, like eight points, four rebounds, <laughs> and seven assists. That's Matt Nagy of the Bears. I don't even know what that means. Uh, Steve Weich, with a perfect response, it would be the steals and blocks I'm more worried about. Well done, Steve. Hey, oh. These are all the marquee games. Marquee games. We had a Raven and a, and a Raider on. We had Mark Andrews. We had Mike Mayock on. Again, I'm going to be on Westwood One Radio doing that Monday Night Football stuff on Monday. 
getting ready for uh, pregame and and, uh, and halftime. Here are three games nobody's really talking about that I think are just as awesome. Jets at Panthers. Jets at Panthers. Somebody's going to go one and zero and get off to a terrific start. And the way the Bucks looked, it better be the Panthers. And certainly because they took Sam Darnold from the Jets, who said, see you later, Sam. We've got Zach. Zach versus Sam, week one. If the Jets can get out to 1-0 and and then welcome Mac and the Patriots in their house week two and get all – I mean, this is – there's a lot of great stuff that can come out of a W in Carolina for these two teams. And, of course, again, it's Sam Darnold now somewhere else and the Jets' new guy going against him in Sam's new place. Uh, also, Seahawks. Shock the world. They're starting on the East Coast, uh, 1 o'clock Eastern time zone again. Seahawks and Colts. Great, great inter-conference game. matchup. Yeah. Seahawks with the deep end of the NFC West pool. And, of course, now the Colts starting Carson Wentz. He's going to get the start. He is going to go after all that with his foot. That's something to look forward to because um, the winner of that 1-0 and um, will be um, – also, looking at what happens in the third game under the radar, the game that you just mentioned that you say is going to go uh, very high in the points department, mm-hmm. Cardinals and Titans, baby. Derrick Henry coming down at T- J.J. Watt, who can't quit Derrick Henry, right? Can't quit the AFC South. A.J. Green is going to be in this lineup. What does that look like for Kyler Murray? And now Julio Jones for the Titans. Come on now. I can't wait to see all that. Those are three games under the radar for week number one. How about that? So excited. Oh, my gosh. You're going to be uh, – oh, and by the way, I should mention, I've got the Sunday night football right here, Hoskins. Uh, Sunday night, Khalil Mack and the Bears head to right up the road here, right down the road. It takes me literally eight minutes to get from here to the NFL Network spot right next door to Stofi Stadium. Aaron Donald and the Rams taking on the Bears and Khalil Mack on Sunday night football, opening weekend, rolls on Sunday, 7 Eastern time on NBC and Peacock, and, of course – Peacock is going to have some great post-game coverage for you after the Sunday night game. I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. I am. If you're there on time. I'll be there early. Okay. So then you'll see me because I'm emceeing a 10-minute ceremony to open up the stadium. Fantastic. And thank the fans and a lot of the frontline workers who made it possible. Love it. Cannot wait. And uh, so... I'm gonna have. I went there yesterday to rehearse and read off the prompter, oh. and make sure my ears worked and there was no echo and all that stuff. And I went in there yesterday and I just looked up and I'm like, "This is the greatest thing ever." And the fact that it's the next door neighbor to NFL Network, I still cannot believe it. Like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run over so far before doing the the show. It's crazy. And it's just finally gonna be able to have fans at the game because remember it was a year late. Getting finished yes. construction, and then obviously last year. So now, finally, fans, and we're all going to be there. You Again, it, and it, me and Del Tufo and Adam. Until you sell your tickets. <laughs> I mean, I'm going this on Sunday. Okay, very good. Yeah. And I, it just it, it. Are you going to go for for when Brady shows up in a couple weeks? Yeah, that's the next one. Yeah, and then I probably won't go to any more games. <laughs> and Rich, the shot I saw, like when you're at your desk, essentially, SoFi is like. The building behind you, correct. In the here. same way, in the same way, yeah. the building behind it's me right is the cafeteria. Right? It's right there through. Wow, we have the same sort of you know fair right. The, yeah, the same see through curtains uh, and and shades. That yes, same thing. Wow, amazing. It's unbelievable. Can it we, does not compute. It will not compute when you go to a game and you see fans there, and it's just like this is Los Angeles. It's football. It's Sunday night. We're back. Have a great. 
football yeah, weekend, everybody. Yeah, man, let's enjoy. go. And, and send us who you think the toughest player on planet Earth should be for Gorilla Glue tomorrow, and we'll chat on Monday.